This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Haima Black here at South by Southwest. It is Thursday during the end of South by. It's the music part of South by Southwest, and I am here with the boy, Illinois. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, man. It's been nice to catch up for a couple minutes uh, before the mic is on. The last time you and I chatted, I had to look it up, but it was back in 2015. Yeah, that was a while ago. It, man, was, it was. was, and I just remember, like, I remember first meeting you and just being like, this is a well-dressed individual. <laughs> yeah, man, that... <laughs> I get that from my Nigerian homie. Shout out to them, man. <laughs> so they got they got me dressing the way I dress. I think, as the kids would say, you always have a fit on. Oh yeah, I be getting my fits off. Shout out to my homie Darius Ricks, who kind of invented that that terminology. So yeah. There we go. Um, but, but man, like a lot has happened with you and your music and your career in between the last time we spoke and right now. I think we're going to catch up on that. We're going to talk about what you have coming up. But but just in general, how are you doing? Oh man, I'm I'm doing great, man. Uh, things are going well. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're seeing the uh, the outcome of hard work for other years that that came before it. So you're seeing the outcome. You're like, oh, I'm satisfied. You know, and I'm not satisfied, but I, I like that. I I get to see what happens when you do when you put in that work, and, and it's good work and it's quality work. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. No man, you have been. It, it sounds like you've just been grinding for the last few years and. And, you know, you were somebody who I wanted to have on the podcast again anyway, but I felt like the last few months I've been seeing your name again and again and again. Does it feel like that on your end? Do you feel like you're, like, out there in front of people? Yeah, man. I actually should be out there more, but, um, you know, it, it comes a time. And uh, the run we've had these first three months in, three, the third month ain't even over yet. But, yeah, the, the run we've been having so far, 2018, has been great. Um, we, had, we had took a break from releasing music for a while. I took, like, between DuSable, my last project, mm-hmm. and a project, Wendy, that I just put out. It's two years in between. So um, it was a lot of space there. So a lot of people didn't have, you know, like, a, a, a up-to-date sound of, of, of what, I, what I can deliver. And then they got that with Wendy. And I think people are like, okay, this is you. You kind of found your own pocket. So I'm in my pocket, and I'm loving the way it feels. Yeah, so let's just bounce around on some of the things that I've seen on my end happening with you and you can tell we're at South by man it's live here um something I thought was interesting is you just got a uh Forbes write-up by Adrian Gibbs a fantastic journalist and you were called kind of the next big thing after Chance and Vic out of Chicago how do you feel about that uh it feels great man because when everybody sees the headlines they know it's for real well especially in an age where people only read the headlines yeah exactly so uh, you know once I when I did the interview you know I kind of knew where it was but I didn't know they was going to put that there yeah. And that was probably, and that was something that the collaborative part on Forbes and herself probably did, you know. And um, I appreciate it a lot because it got me a lot of phone calls. So, <laughs> and Adrian, man, like she is. Uh, we had her on the podcast last year. She's a fantastic journalist, and and it's not one of these things where like somebody from New York or LA kind of just did like a quick piece on someone yeah, in Chicago. Exactly. This is written by somebody who knows yeah. the city and its artists. Yeah, and, and to add on to that, um, I had known her for at least seven months before she asked to do the interview. I was a uh, sway, had they did sway in the morning at Chop mm-hmm. Shop in Wicker Park, and oh, I yeah. closed was the show. Was that during Lala? 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I closed the show out. And then um, I met her after. She was like, yo, I did Chance's cover story. Like, I would love to do some, you know, content on you. I'm like, shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we back and forth talked. They just checked on, on each other. And then around, you know, the sixth, seventh month, she hit me like, you know, I think it's, I think it's about that time that we, we, we put that together wow. because you've been doing some more stuff. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. So And, I, and then after that, it came out. And then it's just everything just is kind of like slowly snowballing. And I'm appreciating it. Well, and you also performed on ABC the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. daytime television. It was crazy. And uh, what was even crazy is the age demographic that was actually watching the show was something that, you know... <laughs> a, a, a it's young, probably uh, older? Very much older. You know, the yeah. aunties and grandmas, they was at the house watching watching <laughs> ABC. When that's, that's their show. Yeah, it, it's kind of like daytime TV is a lot of the, like, waiting room yeah, television audience. Exactly. Yeah. Waiting room, uh, break room. Mm-hmm. It's lunchtime, so it's time to do that. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. It was great. Now, I read something. Double uh, XL did a interview with you and says you have two albums coming out this year, Road Wins and Home Court Advantage. Is that true? Um, yeah, but no. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but, but I don't know if we're going to call them albums, though. But those two projects are coming out. It's another two projects coming out. Like I was saying, that break in between DuSable and Wendy it was just like all music. And shout out to Chill, Free Chill. Um, I was able to go in and just do a lot of recording at First and Fifteenth Records, their uh, studio, mm-hmm. um, and, I, and I got a lot of good work done. My engineer's shaking bake too, you know what I'm saying? It's a white girl, and she's young and she's super dope at engineering. Dude, so the kids you, are just like killing so it. When it's like a, it just throws you off a bit, but it shouldn't, but it does. So yeah. to be honest with you, you walk in there, you be like the engineer, you the engineer? Oh, that's your code. And then when you actually see that she's actually good be like oh yeah that's dope so yeah you know we've had a couple of uh you know on my podcast like we do a lot of like live podcast events and a couple of our engineers and producers and audio contributors have been like you know college women and like they they tell me that they get a lot of that where like somebody's like oh so like are you the girlfriend of the band like where's the engineer and they're like no dude i know this shit i know pro tools i know like audacity like I'm running this. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see. I like it. It, it gives, It's a different feel. I mean, not only is it, you know, engineer from engineer, but from gender to gender, it's going to be a different, they're going to have a different vibration, a different feel to it. So it's always good. So those two projects, are those done? Are they yeah. in the... Uh, one's pretty much done, and then the other one's in the works because the, the more my name keeps servicing, the more we get to, well, to operate and work with other people like... Pooh Bear, yeah. um, soundtrack. I got a joint with him now, so it's like stuff like that. Well, and talk about working with like Pooh Bear because that's somebody who's worked with like Bieber and stuff like that, which is crazy. Like, how did that happen? What was that session like? Oh man, that was crazy. Um, I know him. I'm uh, Lupe. You know, sure. Uh, that's Lupe's homie, and um, my manager, who was Lupe's assistant, had been telling him about Pooh Bear about me for like the past four years. So. It took a while for us to get in the studio. We finally got in the studio, and um, he had a hit already ready for me. All I had to do was plug and play. Well, and if I'm hearing you correct, man, it sounds like you've been playing this long game where, like, this is not overnight. This is you're making moves where people are finding out about things that have been in the works for months or years. It's been this slow build on your end, right? Yeah, slow. Like the, the projects that's coming out now is going to be, they oh, it's a lot of old songs. Even even the song like Dancing Like Diddy. When Dancing Like Diddy came out, it was a year old already. Like I had recorded it already. And the video, too. It was almost about a year old. So it was already in the works. And it, and it was just like, all right, that was done. What else have we done since then? And what has come out since then? So... Man, it's, it's so much music we got now, and it's ridiculous, and it's all good. And because it's like after I came off a tour with Lou, the whole 
I just got more comfortable in my sound. Shout out to D Gaines because he helped me a lot find my sound with songs like Sell Again, mm -hmm. uh, Hit My Line, um, Back Down. Um, all of, he half he produced half of Dusable. So that was that was like the really like all right, this is my lane, this is my pocket project, and yeah. So when you have the trajectory you're gaining right now, you have a good amount of press, you have people who are paying attention to you, you have people who are like noticing what you're doing, and then you already have the body of work, kind of a lot of it recorded. Do you think like, okay, let's hold off on some of this because I want to see if this trajectory increases and maybe I can position this into a better deal or a bigger platform? Well, you know what? Really, it's, it's more about my, um, my team, my management and stuff. Mm -hmm. They don't want me putting out music like just to put it out because if I didn't have it, I'd be putting music out just any, any willy-nilly because I can produce it at a higher higher rate now because I found my wavelength that I'm riding and I'm just, just coasting along it. But, you know, you got to have that strategy. You got to release in the way where it's going to oh, have yeah. the most impact, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's like that's the business side. I try to really be as much artist as I can without having to deal with business. I deal with other business outside of that. So as much as I don't have to deal with that business, that's that's why they're there in that place for that. Right. So I'm to like, keep cool. You. Yeah, to keep, a, to keep the strategy there and, 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 and to play it out effectively. You know, I got a quick anecdote about that. I was listening to a podcast. I think it was the Hollywood Reporter podcast. And uh, they were talking with Stephen Colbert. And they were talking about when he first took over after Letterman, he was trying to run everything on the show. Yeah. You know, what time is catering getting here? And he wasn't activating at the level he should yeah, on the show. And he, he hired a guy that I think it was a guy he knew, but I don't remember. But he hired a guy that the guy's motto was like, look, if you spend a minute of your day on anything that's not comedy, I'm not doing my job. And it's so important for the creators and creatives to get to just time to actually be the artist. Yeah. Create, man. yeah. You're going to get the, most, the best product possible. So, you know, you've got this music on the horizon this year. You're starting to gain trajectory in, you know, press and people are recognizing you. What else is on deck for you or what can you tease? I know you said you've got a lot happening. I'm um, doing a Taste Chicago main stage this year, last year. That's yeah. huge. Was that announced yet? No, nah, we haven't announced it, but they gave us the call like shortly after the Forbes thing came out uh i did a bud light stage last year but that's you yeah. know the side stage so i'm on the main stage this year with an hour so i'm bringing my band back you're gonna get it cracking july 14th it's a date it's huge that's gonna be it's, enormous it's very big so it's a couple other festivals so once they come around we'll get to announce it but that one's super confirmed and we ain't really gotta hide it so so you got more festivals in chicago can you say uh yeah. or just general yeah in chicago okay in chicago so i have some like i've never really been a part of any until after this Forbes article came out. So, you know, hey, shout out to Adrian because she really, she really threw the alley you for me real quick. Well, man, it's like that kind of thing makes such a difference. And I will say that it seems like the festival circuit in Chicago, like once you're kind of in, yeah, you're, you're in. You're in there. Once yeah. you hop in, you're in. And uh, one thing about the taste of Chicago is it's like that's the city. So um, the city kind of is like I have a relationship with the city from that, from that standpoint of, uh, the arts and the cultural part of the city, and the people who run that 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 part, and uh, we got a, we built a great relationship because I've done so much things, so many things with them in the past two or three years, mm -hmm. and uh, just having relationships like that is very important moving forward. Oh yeah, is that the D case guys? Yes, yes, yeah. D case. So Frain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to Frain, man. Shout out to Frain. Frain Lewis at D case, yeah, man. Yeah, he does good yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he he's a man. He's a man. Now, are you still doing work with the Obama Foundation? Um, if they call me, I mean, I did that. I did that event at the last minute. They hit me up. I said everything fit. You know, I was clean. You know what I'm saying? That's so, a big thing, though. Very big thing. You got to stay clean. So you I, have to be vetted. Uh, a buddy of mine, Greg Corner, he used to be the bassist for a band called Kill Hannah, and uh, and he's a full time DJ. And he actually DJed 
uh, one or two events for, uh, you know, uh, Barama, like Barack and, and Michelle. And like while they were still in office and he said that the vetting process was just like ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean, you represent. Not ridiculous. It's warranted, but it's, it's extensive. It's extensive because they have to check a lot of stuff out. I'm pretty sure the um, Secret Service was checking me out, too. Probably, <laughs> they probably did. I don't blame them. Yeah. I mean, you, you represent somebody like Obama. It got to be clean. Because yeah. any little small, little smudge can be turned into just something totally bigger than what it's supposed to be. All we looked at is criminal background. He has this and this and that. And, you, and this is who you have representing you, doing stuff for you, for the the, uh, the foundation and the library. So, yeah. no, nah, yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, I, I got called at the last minute to do it. They double, triple checked. Some other people was like, okay, we say, everybody says you're good, so you're good. And then, uh, I have a relationship with them now. So whenever they need somebody, I told them they can holler at me whenever they want to. That's valuable, man. Yeah, very valuable. It's, it's wild to remember when we had a president who was concerned about the image oh, and record man. of people around him. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy times we live in, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, are you also still doing work with, like, high school kids and, and like, some of the youth? Yeah, um, I'm a teacher at Betty Shabazz. Well, I assistant teach at Betty Shabazz. Um, I'm doing a, a music class with my eighth graders. Uh, we have to, they have to um, write a record, record a record, shoot a video, edit a video, put it out. I think we're going to put a mixtape out. Uh, it's five groups. Oh, my God. And the songs are sounding actually pretty good um, that I might steal them. So uh, <laughs> I let them know that already. That's even, their first lesson in the music yeah, business. E exactly. Even though I, I took them through the, uh, the PRO, the Performance Right Organization steps and the split sheets and stuff like that, um, I still might steal it. So it's all good. What's it like being like in a mentorship position where like obviously like you're developing your own career and you're gaining traction and it's going well but then you're also teaching you know kids who are a lot younger like what they need to know especially at like such an early age you know um we live in a, in a, in a very special time because the revolution is already kind of like in process because i know when i was in school all the teachers was old and white right and they didn't look like me and they was very old now you go in there and they look like the kids and they like 29 31. It makes 26. a difference. It's a big difference because you still, that youthfulness is still there so they can connect better and so they'll listen better. So when I'm in the classes, it's so easy to connect, so much easier to connect with a bad student if if you know so much on the surface area what he's going through and stuff that he understands that he likes and dislikes. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's dope. And, it, you know, it takes a village. So to play an integral part in the kid's life and have a positive effect is something that I just get a joy out of. I love doing. I've been I've been doing charity stuff since my dad had me on like Lower Wacker feeding homeless people when okay. I was younger. So you know stuff like that. You just get a kick out of it. And then with kids, it's, they're so appreciative of it. Yeah. So you gotta love it. Like, That's awesome. Anything else we're not covering? So I want to make sure that we are like covering all this stuff. I know you have a lot going on, and yeah. I always feel like I'm like missing something. But oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a well. I got a I got a um a line coming out with my homie. We've been kind of like uh sketching out for the past year and a half. It's called Afro University. And, and the clothing uh, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not going to be nothing too big. It's just like if I'm going to wear clothes, I might as well wear my own stuff. And if somebody wants a couple pieces, we sell it to them. Nothing too big. We'll see where it goes at from Yo. there. But it's just, it just makes sense. That's all. I'm wearing a Dynasty podcast hoodie right now, man. It's like you got to... Yeah, wait, wait. Rep your own brand. Wear your own stuff. And you get paid for it. Why not? Hey, so that's that's what I'm wanting. Then you got them two albums. We got two mixtapes coming out. Um, I got a mixtape exclusively produced by my homie, Rel Elite. Um, I've been on, that's my, my homie, my best friend for like 20, 20 plus years. So uh, we've been doing a lot of work to, lately. So I'm like, yeah, let's put this whole tape out. So you got a lot on the horizon, man. And then the last tape will be Illy D. Williams. So it's all for women. 
So it's only women that's going to receive the mixtape. Illy D. Williams. Yeah, Illy D. I love that. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. So it's all straight women. Like, no, it's not getting sent to any dudes. It's going to be like kind of like an exclusive just mixtape release just for women. I love it, man. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I can't wait to hear all the new music, man. And I, I'm really happy that uh, that all these things are happening for you. Like, you, when we met in 2015 uh, and did the interview, you were so generous with your time. You were so kind. You were such a nice guy to get to sit down with. And then when I've seen all your all the things happening with you and I see your name nonstop over the last few months, I'm like, that's awesome. That's so well-deserved. I'm, I'm happy it's happening for you, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's been time. You, we, we interviewed at a time when I think I was on, off, kind of like in the middle between tour mm -hmm. and everything. And uh, tour takes a lot out of you, especially like not being able to record the way you want to. And just, it's, it's exhausting. It can get exhausting. Oh, especially because yeah. we, the 2016, we toured nine out of 12 months. So, wow. yeah, it was hefty. But I enjoyed it. I learned a lot. So it carried over to whenever I have a stage performance or whenever I do my own tour, probably coming up in the spring. Wow, man, you're yeah. killing it. I can't wait to see the Taste of Chicago thing. Let's, oh, uh, man, it's, it's going to be crazy. We're going we gonna, we gonna all out. And my eighth graders is going to be on stage with me for one of my songs. So How awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's so incredible for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we come. I'm like, yeah, y'all coming. That's going to be cool. Final question then. Yeah. At the Taste, what's your favorite booth? Um, Man, you know, I don't really eat. I don't eat meat anymore. So okay. none really other than probably. <laughs> Everything's like, got meat in it there. Exactly. Unless yeah. I want a drink or something. That's about it. <laughs> or... Funnel cake. The funnel cake, man. Yeah. Can't forget about the funnel. I kind of want to say, do I got some funnel cake around here? I think I need some. I, think, I, I feel like they should or do. I'm sure that they do. There's a million food trucks. I bet you could find funnel cake. Yeah, I'm about to ask a cop or something. He probably know. <laughs> yeah, I'm ask, ask a cop. There's certain things you could just, you're supposed to ask a police officer that has nothing to do with police work. Yeah. They'll know it. Where like, are the best snacks? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. They definitely know that. Awesome, man. Uh, the Boy, Illinois, uh, just an unimaginable amount of music coming out. A ton of oh, stuff yeah. happening, man. Um, can't wait to hear it, man. Thanks so much for oh, checking man, in. appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you very much, man. Prize You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.